done with my kid. Where is she? Carveth, what the hell are you talking about? They took her. They killed Ruth Mayer. And then they brought Candace back here. They killed Ruth Mayer? Raglan, I want my daughter back. Now. You bring her back here? Back to Nola? If they brought her back here, then she'd... Then she'd be up there in the attic. That's where they live. Welcome to E-Society's 31 Days of Horror. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Naz back. E-Society podcast. 31 Days of Horror. Uh, we are back tonight. Brian and I were back with uh, it was a movie. Um, I know yeah. some people, <laughs> some people could take them or leave them, but we are coming at you with the 1979 horror sci-fi or body horror David Cronenberg classic, The Brood. You are about to journey. Beyond fear, beyond terror, in a major motion picture so frightening, it will devastate you totally. The Brood, David Cronenberg's ultimate experience in inner terror. They're waiting for you. The Brood, rated R. Is it a classic? All these things I watch, man, are, they, they talk about it. I was, dude, this is actually the first time I had seen this. I was, I got a movie, I got this movie confused. There was another movie, it had kids in it. And if they yeah. touched you, you would like burn. Yeah, they would like walk like zombies to you and then they would hug you and then you'd like burn yeah. up. Yeah, I know what you're talking I thought, about. I thought that was this movie, but it. Um, I can't even remember if anyone remembers that unless you remember the name of it. I dude, I did not remember. It was an old movie. I remember that. And then when I would see pictures of this, I always thought it was this, but I don't know. I'm gonna have to find this movie. But um a mad doctor tries psychoplasmic uh tries psycho I think that's psychoplasmic theory. Therapy on the raging woman soon to be. That doesn't make any kind of fucking sense. <laughs> Usually, I have to be. Or Google's good. A man tries to uncover an unco- unconventional psych, psychologic, psychologic, psychologist theory techniques on his uh, institutionalized wife amidst a series of brutal murder. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to it in a second. Uh, this is written and directed by David Cronenberg. What does this poster have to say? David Cronenberg is the brood, the ultimate experience in inner terror. They're waiting for you. Okay. Um, This stars uh, the great Oliver Reed. What was his name in Gladiator? Um, uh... I think that was his yeah. last movie too. Yeah, he he had passed away before it came out. Yeah, 
I can't, can't think of his name. Yeah, but he plays Dr. Hal Raglan, Samantha Edgar as Nola Carveth. I think that's to say it. Uh, Art Hendel as, as her husband for Frank. Henry Beckman, Cindy Hines. Um, uh, Nola Fitzgerald, Susan Hogan, Gary McKee, and a bunch of other people. All right. Uh, I know people can take Cronenberg for for what what he what his films are. I mean, I love Scanners. It's a truly slow burn. Videodrome, the same thing. Rabid, yeah, that one was okay as well as uh, the Sasuke Sisters remake. But um, this one, uh, again, I'd see. I remember seeing pictures of this in like Fangoria and uh, mm-hmm. other horror magazines. He he did make a cameo in Jason X, and he got killed in the beginning. Um, also did uh, The Fly, the remake with Jeff Goldblum, Dead Ringers, and a bunch of other things he had done. But um, all as well as Shivers. Uh, check that one out if you guys haven't seen it. It's a movie. But <laughs> <laughs> but this one, um, I liked it. I, I thought it was really cool. Um, it, it took me a couple watches to get really exactly what was happening in this because i was like wait what's going on who 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 is this lady and why is she doing what she's doing and who are these little things running around um so i was i was kind of lost that first uh view but then i was i watched some guy on youtube he broke the whole thing down so then i went back and rewatched it and i went ah okay i get it now but um, and in the end, I thought this was a cool movie. Again, it, it took me a couple watches and that video to to get it. But I, th- I thought it was cool. What would you think of this one? I'm glad you liked it because <laughs> I, I, this was a, this was a first watch for me. This was one of the few movies that I of David Cronenberg's that I haven't seen, but. I can see why it took me so long to get to this. I, man, I didn't understand. I, I understand what was going on. I just didn't understand why it was going on. The, these physical changes this doctor was doing to these people to help them psychologically just really seemed to like fuck them up even more. Yeah. <laughs> and then when we got to these little, little fucking, village of the damn mutant looking kids i'm just like why is why are they just overtaking everybody i mean there's just like two or three of them i'll beat the shit out of these little kids if they attack me trying to beat me to death with little mallets and i just i didn't i didn't understand what was what was the point all right uh oliver reed he is just a psych psychiatrist doctor and he's trying to help uh, people with uh, issues in their lives, and what his his um, his technique and what he does, he calls it uh, psychoplasmics or something like that. And what he's doing, he has a uh, um, he's de- he deals with 
Like, say I had some kind of just mental issue dealing with the, I don't know, being witnessing a murder or something. He would put kind of put me or his patients uh, like in a kind of under a little trance type of thing to help them really do a deep dive in their mind on what's actually really bothering them. So, because when he does it to the main woman in this, Nola, she has all kinds of um, issues with her parents. Yeah. Uh, her parents were both uh, alcoholics and uh, abusive to her when she was younger. So, that's that was just some stuff she was dealing with. Um, her husband, uh, Nola and Frank... They are going through a custody battle for their daughter Candace. They they just have one one child, but since she's um, in this uh, treatment center, um, the dad doesn't really. He wants full custody of his daughter because he thinks that his wife is wacky and she can't uh, really take care of her. Because when she would go for visits, she would always come back home with like little welts on her and bruises and stuff like that. So he he tried asking his daughter what's happening, but she would never really say what's going on, why she keeps coming home like this. So, but the the Frank is still kind of in touch with his his mother and his father-in-law and dealing with uh their their husband or their their daughter as well. And they they seem to be they seem like loving parents, but in in actuality they they were abusing their daughter. I I don't know if it was physically, maybe just mentally, but that's why she was in there. And uh, Oliver Reed, um, Doctor Hal uh, Raglan, he has mul- he has other patients in there that he's trying to help. So like again, he puts you in some kind of little trance, and then kind of really does a deep dive and gets to the, the root of what's bothering you. But while all that is going on, there is some murders happening. Like the murders of um, Nola's parents, the ones that were mean to her. Uh, there's a teacher that gets murdered in this. And I think it was just them three, the two two older parents... And then the the teacher. Yeah, teacher, the two parents, and then later the the doctor. Yeah, later at the end of the film, the doctor. So this, so that that's kind of what's going on. They're they're trying because when when these murders start happening, the the police are like puzzled, like, well, I don't know how this is going. They were thinking that it was the the little girl that killed her grandparents. But they're like, they're, they weren't going to rule it out, but they really didn't have enough evidence. She had witnessed the murders, but she just like kept quiet about it. Uh, something was telling her not not to say anything. So, and her dad, uh, Frank, he was just trying to like, oh, man, I, I got enough dealing with this custody battle and I got to deal with these murders uh, of my uh, in-laws. But when we when the murders happen, uh, we just notice it's somebody small. We they don't we don't really see a face. 
they show the faces, but really fast. You don't really get good glimpse at them until the end. But because when the uh, the mother, the mother, the grandmother, when she got killed, she got taken out with like a mallet or like a meat tenderizer or something mm-hmm. in the kitchen, and the daughter, the little girl, saw it. So that was kind of the end of her. And then we then the, when the grandfather gets killed, he's uh, he's just mourning the loss of his wife and. Uh, the uh, tape outline of her body where they found her was still taped up to the floor and he just went up into his room to try to just drink his troubles away. But while he's laying on the bed, these little hands come out from under the bed. And then when that guy wakes, that guy kind of looks around, He see we see this little person in a red um, snowsuit. Um, I don't know exactly where this was taking place, but it was somewhere where it was snowing. Do they have super strength or something? I don't think so because it seems like they just really just took out uh, when it was one little person it just took out the, the two elderly people and then when the then the she get then the teacher got double teamed by two of them um so when he starts fighting the the little thing comes out from under the under the bed grabs these two little uh glass orbs and just starts smashing that old man in the head and kills him uh, Frank hears it all, so he comes running upstairs to see what's happening, and then he looks around, he sees uh, his father-in-law's dead, but then he kind of notices something in the corner, he turns around and look, and there's that little that little thing. It looks like a little kid, but his face is kind of creepy. And then he attacks him, and they start fighting and fighting, and then well, whatever it is just collapses in the kitchen. They take take the body, the police take the body to the morgue or to the hospital and they, they do an autopsy on him. And what they were coming up, it says the police autopsy of the dwarf child revealed a multi, 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 bizarre, uh, anatomical, more amoralities or an abnormal. I don't know how you say that thing. Uh, the creature is, is asexual, supposedly colorblind and naturally toothless. And devoid of a navel, and indicating no, no known means of natural human birth. Yeah, they got this little thing spread out on the table, and I don't even think it had a any kind of genitalia or anything. Mm-hmm. And the stomach was smooth. There was no. So they were just really puzzled on, well, what the hell is this thing, and where did it come from? They weren't sure. Um, one of the patients, kind of. Uh, well, the Dr. Reed or um Dr. Hal Oliver Reed, he makes all the all the patients that were under his care leave. And one of them, a man who was dealing they show him he's dealing with some some daddy issues. And because uh, we see him they him dealing with him in the beginning. He kind of comes to Frank and is like, Hey man, he kicked us all out. Uh something's gonna happen. Um his little Things that he has locked up in the attic, you got to go out there and, and deal with it. And he was telling them that he goes, he, he was this guy was kind of weird and crazy. He was like, yeah, um, he's not daddy anymore. And Frank is still like, well, what the fuck are you talking about? And <laughs> it, it turns out like when he when the doctor puts them under that trance, he's taken the um, the form of this this guy's dad. Because he was he was dealing with daddy issues, 
And so that's like, he's not my daddy anymore. He only wants to help uh, um, Nor- Nola. She's, uh, he's her mistress or, or whatever. And they're, they're kind of like, what the fuck are you talking about? So they make it out there. Um, the doctor realizes what's going on. Uh, and he knows that uh, one of the little things uh, that he has ca- trapped up in the attic of this barn got out. Because he goes over to the barn, he looks and he sees the windows broken. So I think he re- he realizes who's killing everybody. Because obviously the, these, the, the news hits the paper and uh, the television. So he's still trying to keep everything under wraps. But then... He's also talking to Nola, and she he's he's got her in her little trance, and he's dealing with uh, she's dealing with her parent issues. So once once we kind of get to the end, oh no, no, let me go back really quick. Um, the teacher she was kind of flirting around with with Frank. So I mean nothing really too much, and he's he's married or, or going through the divorce or whatever, but he mm-hmm. just doesn't have time uh, for all this. So um, uh, Nola somehow calls her because he hears about her because when Frank goes to to visit her, or I think I think it was Frank who told her uh, about this woman. She so she knows she knows her name. So well, one day uh, Frank drops his daughter off at school. Uh, she's wearing her little uh, winter jumpsuit. She goes into class, and when she's hanging up her her book bag and everything, these two other little things come in, dressed up like kids, and they take her. One of them takes Candace out of the room, and then comes back, and then the two of them go up to the. It's like a classroom, bunch of little kids running around everywhere. They go over and pick up these two little mallets. Those things can't be too heavy, but I, I, I guess they're strong then. No, they're not. They're for hitting little plastic. <laughs> no, I mean the, the the little things, not the, oh, okay. not the little mallets. I mean, yeah, it would hurt getting hit by it, but I doubt that it would kill you. But this was, probably, head open. this was probably my favorite scene because it legitimately looked like they didn't let these little kids know what they were about to film. Because these yeah. kids' faces look completely terrified of what's happening. Yeah, I mean, these two little things just go up to the teacher and they look at her. And she's like, who? She kind of like, well, what? And then they start hitting her with the little mallets. And basically, she gets killed right in front of the full classroom. And yeah, either they told these little kids that this is going to happen and they just didn't know, expect what they were going to see. Because they were beating the hell out of this lady in the head. And her head was in a pool of blood by the time they were done. So, and one of the kids, uh, he he takes off out of the class and goes running out in the street. And uh, um, Candace's dad, Frank, he's still outside talking to another teacher. And they goes, they're in there. These two things are in there. They're, they're killing Mrs. whatever her name is. And then they go running in. And then they find her laying there in a pool of blood. And then he starts looking for his daughter, Candace, and she she do, doesn't know where she went. They just say there was these two two things. 
And then he's like, fuck. So he kind of realizes it of what's going on because he goes out. Uh, he goes home to see if his daughter's there. She's not there. We get to a shot where we see two those two little things walking down this snowy highway uh, holding uh, Candace's hands, walking her along. Yeah, clearly the police wasn't looking that hard for them. No, I thought that truck that drove by was going to stop and do something, but it just kept on going. So, um, Frank ends up, he he does it. Well, those, this is when that guy, I think his name was Steve, he comes up and tells him about everything that's going on in that and in that facility and what he has, he's got in the barn. He said, Nola's in the barn. He's only concentrating on her, and he's got these things that are up in the attic. So that's when Frank went out there. Uh, to go see what was going on. And when he got there, um, he was looking around trying to get in, but then the doctor, uh, Oliver Reed, shows up, and he's holding the gun, and he's like, I tried to help her. Um, It just basically, it got out of hand. Um, She's in there, and the the brood is upstairs. Uh, The brood are the little kid things. And he was like, it's going to be hard. I mean, your daughter's probably up there, too. So let, let's just try to save her. So the doctor goes upstairs. Um, Frank goes in and to talk to his wife. And she's, like, sitting on this mattress and trying to talk to her. He's like, oh, hey, babe, I love you. Let's work this out. We can be a happy family again. But she's like, no, you got this other lady involved and now my parents are dead and no. And he's like, oh, come on. So he had to convince her. He goes, whatever you're doing right now, just convince me and I will support you and I will love you. And I mean, it was, it, that's basically what they were saying. It was, they were saying all kinds of stuff, but then she's kind of like, all right. So she pulls up her little nightgown thing she had on. This is what this part was trippy. Mm-hmm. She had this little, um, like a birth sack on the outside of her stomach. Yeah, I think I think right here it says uh, she has a basically she has her womb on the outside. Yeah. So I think that's why these things. She was actually the. I mean, but she was actually the ones that gave birth to all these little. Little scary kid things, kid dwarfs, and he was he was still kind of like he was kind of well he figured he kind of figured it out and he was confused. I'm pretty sure the doctor knew about it but wasn't sure. But then I I'm still confused. Maybe they did say it. Maybe I just didn't catch it. How she became like this? Because they were saying when with, with his techniques when he was dealing with everybody. Everybody was coming up with the like body sores because that yeah. one guy when he took his shirt off, he looked like he had a bunch of hickeys all over him. Yeah, and then uh, the other guy he had the lymphoma. Yeah, on his neck. Yeah, that's why he he always wore a scarf and everything. So, so I I don't know how that happened. Again, maybe they did say it and I just missed it. But she was telling me like, okay, well this is what's happening. This. This is why I'm here, and this is this is how it's gonna be. These are um, they were born from me, 
Yeah, I, I still don't understand how. And while she's telling him all this and trying to get him to um, go along with what she's doing, she hold, she's holding that little birth sack and she like tears it open and pulls this little baby out and it's all bloody. This part was gross. <laughs> and then she starts cleaning it like she's licking off all the blood. I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, because it's almost like animalistic kind of way she's treating the baby. Yeah, I'm just like why, why is this happening, and why are you acting like this? You know. Yeah. Okay. So it turns out she was the mother of all these little things. Um. First, I was thinking that it was just um. Uh, since she missed her daughter, it was like little replicas of her daughter. But uh, doing some other investigation, it turns out. That that was her. All those little kids were her when she was little. Because they do show some pictures of her when she's in the hospital as a kid. And she looks just like her daughter. Little blonde mm-hmm. uh, girl. So these little things that were running around were all blonde. But their faces were all hella creepy looking. Um, from what I understood, they said that um, they're... They didn't have teeth. There was something else in there. And they they kind of had beaks. And their eyes were all... So I'm looking at a picture of them. Their eyes were all sunken in and everything. And they were all blonde. So they were uh, manifested from her... From her... Um, like her feelings, really. Because since... When she was talking about what her mom and dad did to her... That's when that little one sprung into action and killed her parents. Yeah. That's how it was getting. That's why they died, because she was thinking about it. And since these little things are a part of her, it it killed her parents for her. Yeah, that that makes sense. Uh, if they're created from her feelings and thoughts and stuff like that, I, that, that makes sense why they're connected and would act on her her feelings but i just kind of wish we would have got a little bit more into how she became this way yeah maybe and maybe how the other patients became the way they did because it kind of seems like as far as the experiment goes according to the way i was getting it from the doctor like she was a little bit more of a success than yeah. the others yeah because i wanted to know did he do this to them to where they were weird and creepy the the way they were, especially her. I wanted. I thought he did some kind of experiment to her to get her to have this little baby womb on the outside of her body and everything. She had some other crazy things on her as well, but I I couldn't tell. I mean, I don't even think she had uh, boobs or anything. Because when she pulled her, her shirt up, you don't see anything. <laughs> so I was kind of like, "What the hell's happening here?" Um, but it, it it was it was it was weird. So that was why those little things were were killing everyone, just because uh, on basically on her command. So I was like, "All right, I, I get that." And the reason why. Uh, it killed the teacher is because when 
she called the house. The teacher answered the phone. And the teacher said, oh, this is so-and-so. And And, uh, so Nola knew her name. That's why those things went to the school Mm -hmm. and and killed her. Because obviously (laughs) Nola was thinking about her at that time. And then that that's how why she ended up dead. I like this. I like that scene with the teacher after after the phone call when he had came back and she was explaining what happened. And he was like, "Oh, it'll be okay." And she was like, "Look, I don't need to deal with this shit. I'm out of here." So he knew. So those little things knew where to find her and everything, as well as the parents. So that's why they died. So there were just. Part of her. All right, I'm looking at her right now. Her stomach, she got that little womb sack on the outside of her. And you can see the, the body, the outline of the, of the little kid. But then she's got these, I don't know what they are, welts or something, little growths on her chest and on her leg and on her her side. And... It looks like you can see it, there was, just wasn't one little baby in there because from from this angle, the picture that I'm looking at, it looks like another baby was coming from inside of her going into that into that sack. So I, I or maybe that was just the baby that went from inside her into the sack and then she broke it open. But so that's why those little things were killing everybody. They were basically a part of her and they knew they could feel her thoughts on what she would he was doing. She couldn't act on it, so those little things were killing everything. So while Frank is downstairs dealing with her, trying to figure out what's going on, the doctor goes upstairs to the attic to try to rescue Candace. He walks in really slow, and the little things, they're all in their little pajamas with hoods on. And they they don't immediately ta- attack him. They kind of like get up and start looking at him, and they're not really sure. So he's moving really slow. He picks up the girl and tries to take her out of there. And uh, all those little things are like there. There's like bunk beds in there, and they all look at him, and they all start snarling and growling. And uh, when we go back downstairs, when ugh, I'm watching it, when Nola's cleaning the baby, licking the blood all off, um, the Frank he likes like he's ready to throw up, and he sees she she sees the disgust in his eyes, and then she realizes that he everything he just said like let's be together and let's work this out. She realizes that he doesn't want to do it. So that's when she's, ah, fuck you. And then uh, that's when those kids spring into action and they start attacking uh, the doctor because she realizes that he's upstairs. And then all hell breaks loose. Um, the doctor's trying to get out of there. He he tells he puts Candace down, tells her to get out of there. And then all those little kid things attack the doctor. They're, I think there's... I don't know, like 20 of them in there or whatever, but they all jump on him. They they wrestle him down to the ground, and then I guess they bite him to death or something because he, he's, 
He's laying there dead. He wasn't swinging <laughs> enough for me. No, hell no, man. I would have been throwing those little things out the window. <laughs> Um, I, I've always say this. We watch these these movies. Everything, anything you can grab is a weapon. <laughs> anything. Uh, he, yeah, the doctor went in there with a gun, so he he shot a couple of them. Uh, so he killed. They can be killed. So uh, once they once they all kill the doctors, the doctor, they all start going towards a little girl, and um, the mom downstairs. That's this is why the little the little things were going after her. She told her husband, like, look, um, if I can't have Candace, nobody can. So basically, she she wanted her dead. That's why all those little things started chasing her. She kind of locked herself in a, in a in another room, like a closet or whatever, and they're all out on the other side, and they start wrecking the door and and trying to grab. They grab her and try to. Just try to get her. But Frank is downstairs basically telling, no, you're fucking crazy. And then she's like, do it, do it, and all this. So he starts choking her and basically just chokes her to death. And then while she's laying there dead, he realizes, all right, this is it. Looking for his daughter. And all those little things are all laying on the floor. All the little kid things. Because at first, like that first time when I watched this, I was kind of like, what the fuck happened? How, how did they all die? And then doing my research and reading and listening to things, I'm like, oh, since Nola died and they were a part of her, they all died. That's why. Yeah, I, I didn't like that. I would have <laughs> just, I would have preferred if maybe that that psychic, not psychic, but that connection that they had was just broken and that that freed them yeah but when he when he gets upstairs he finds his daughter and she's our, she's just more fucked up than she was before he gets her and uh gets the hell out of there and then he just takes her and he's all right let's go home and she's just traumatized for everything she's seen this whole movie watching her grandparents get killed watching her Teacher get attacked. No, she didn't see her teacher get attacked. And then these things stealing her. And her mom's nuts. So, but when uh, Frank and his daughter are driving down the road, um, she's just staring out the window. The camera zooms in on her arm. And there's these two little, they look like um, skin tags or warts on her arm. So. Yeah, I was just like, huh? What's happening now? He says, okay, after Frank strangles Nola to death, the brood dies without its mother's uh, psychic connection. Frank carries his visibly traumatized Candace back to his car and the two depart. As the pair sit in silence, two small lesions in the germal stage of the phenomenon experienced by Nola appear on Candace's arms. So... I assume that whatever her mom was dealing with, she's she's got it now. So I don't know if she's going to be able to bear the little brood kids on the outside of her stomach. And I, I don't know. It, we never got a part two to this. And that's pretty much your movie. I mean, there there was a lot to take in on this story. 
Because if if you're familiar with Cronenberg's work, it's not just blood, guts, and horror and death. Yeah, it, it's it's really it's his his movies are like thinking uh, type of thing, like Scanners. I mean, everyone just thinks about that guy's head blowing up. That that was probably like the bloodiest part of the film, other than the the battle at the end. But it's it's a lot and a lot of talking and everything dealing with the the scanners and everything. Did you only, see his new one, Crimes one? of the Future? No, not yet. Any good? It, I don't know. I still don't know. I know I gave it a high score, but it it may it's it's a it's a thinker. <laughs> it's and a I, th- I, th- I think when we all reviewed it, I I think we all came came to the different conclusions to the movie. Crimes of the Future? Is that what you call it? Is that what it's called? Yeah, it has uh, Kristen Stewart. Uh, yes, please. Vigo Mortensen. Oh, name? this came out this year. Yeah. Hmm. All right. No, I'm going to have to find this. Yeah, it's, it's heavy on the body horror, and it's like super weird, but there's a lot of stuff in there that is just... Like you, you might even come out, come up with a different conclusion than what I came up with. Hmm. I watch just because of because of Bella. I mean, my main reason of watching this. Yeah. What do you call her the mouth breather? Yeah, she's she's getting better. She's she's a good little actress. She's but breathing with her nose now. <laughs> All right, the budget for this film. Uh, was 1.5 million. Yeah, that's well, they didn't really do too much with the effects until the end and those little little kid things. Um, and it only boxed off as 5 million. Uh, again, 79. I, I just watched it in 2022. Um, but as far as it just as a movie as a whole, it, it's a weird story. It's one of those things you got to pay attention to what's going on. To try to figure out, like I said, the first time I watched it, I did not get any of that connection on why these little things were killing uh, the people. I didn't, I didn't realize that. So, because I, my main w- was question was, how did they all die? They were all trying to break <laughs> in and, and get the the little girl, and then the next thing we see, they're all laying on the floor dead. I'm like, what happened? Did this little girl kill them all? But then I'm like, ah, they were connected to her. So when she died, they died. So. All right. Um, uh, as far as it being just as as a movie, I thought the score was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cinema, the cinematography. I mean, it was mainly just inside wherever they were. Um, but I I enjoyed this film. I I will definitely pick this up on Blu-ray. Uh, it is is one of those movies you got to watch a couple times unless you're just way smarter than me and can get it all in, in the first viewing. But if, again, if you're familiar with Cronenberg's stuff, it's he's a he's a different kind of filmmaker. Yeah, I mean he's he like he makes films. He doesn't just like hey let's make this horror movie and just throw tits in it and blood and guts. No, this is his movies are thinkers. I think that out of the movies that I've seen, the only one that was really really visual with everything was uh, The Fly. Yeah. Mainly, that... ma- mainly because of the transformation of of uh, Brundle. 
Yeah, I think that's pretty much his most straightforward movie. Because I, I think almost all his movies you have to watch multiple times to really understand what's going on. Yeah, because even when I saw um, Scanners for the first time, uh, again, all I knew was the head blowing up scene. That was it. And I remember me and my brother went and saw it. It was playing with something else. I can't remember what the other movie was. But I was more juiced to see Scanners. And then when it was over, I was kind of like, wait, what happened? <laughs> What's going on? I, I had to watch it much uh, when I was older to really get uh, what was happening uh, in that movie. So, I mean, I love it. it it's a super-duper slow burn. Um, I didn't see any of the sequels. I didn't see Scanner Copper. Scanners 2 or any of that other shit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, actually, Scanners came out uh, right after this one in 1981. But um, that was The Brood, everyone. Again, watch it. If you got HBO Plus or HBO Max, it's on there. And if you haven't seen Scanners, that's also on there as well. So definitely uh, check out Cronenberg's stuff. But uh, I think out of everything I've seen of his, uh, The Fly is probably my favorite. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, Mike's sister took, uh, when we were kids, took us to see that. It was a double feature. It was Aliens and The Fly. I had I, I seen Aliens already, but I didn't see The Fly, so that was the first time that I saw it in the movie theater, and it was an awesome film. I haven't watched that movie in a while. The second one, it was what it was, with Eric Stoltz and... Uh, uh, the queen or the princess uh, Druidia or whatever from uh, Spaceballs. I just remember she was in it. <laughs> the Druish princess. <laughs> but yeah, uh, The Brood, check it out. Uh, it, it, it's a lot to take in. <laughs> so, but um, that's going to be it tonight, everyone, for tonight, everybody. Um, we didn't break it down like we usually do. It was just too much to break down, and it was, a lot of it was just talking it kind of just hit me all the main the main highlights of, of the film but again it's on hbo max check it out and uh the check out the latest uh, episode of the, the horror returns we talk about um 80s film beetlejuice and the new halloween ends so definitely uh yeah i don't even think i out. got to i don't even think i got to talk about beetlejuice <laughs> <laughs> i think i got skipped all entirely well, it was mainly for the kids uh, on the yeah. episode. So, but yeah, go over there and check that out. So, but all right, everyone, uh, come back tomorrow night for more. So, until then, be safe out there and party on. Mm-hmm.